Hey, this is Chris Perry. I'm the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is, I think it's episode 224 of the WCHL podcast. Isn't that right, Linda? I, I think so. Let's just go I with think, it. I'll just go with it. Hey, if you're, if you're a, a frequent listener, you know who that is. That's our WCHL superfan, Linda Donnelly. Linda, we're, we're, it's, it's Sunday afternoon. We're not really feeling it, are we? No. It's yeah. it's actually a nice day out for once, and uh, I'm sitting in my dusty attic to do a podcast. So that's there you go. Oh, oh, oh there we go. <laughs> let's 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 listen to a little Alpha and Omega, and uh, we'll come right back and uh, talk more about the dusty attic in hockey. How about that? That sounds like a good idea. Here we go. Right there, Linda. So you're you're destined. I have imposed, and you are stuck in the attic, huh? Oh, it's fine. It's it's a hockey imposition, so I don't really get that crabby about it. I just sound crabby. Well, <laughs> y- yes, you do. <laughs> yes, yes. No disagree. No objection there, Your Honor. All yeah. Right. Yes to all of the above. <laughs> well, we had some. Uh, I think every single team. Uh, was in action here over the week, over the week that was, and so um, that's kind of uh, kind wow. of a rarity. But everybody got everybody got going here, and uh, we had some conference games. We had some non-conference games. So uh, what do you say? Let's talk about the conference games first. Sure, why not? Let's do it. Wednesday night, the duel in the desert. Arizona goes up to Arizona State. I think it's the Second game um, uh, that that the U of A and ASU are playing in Tempe this season uh, that counts towards the WCHL standings, and it came away with a four to three shootout victory for the ASU Sun Devils. How about that? That was pretty impressive, I have to say. Did you get a chance to yeah. see any of it? <laughs> of course not. Well, <laughs> Don't be well, silly. Well. <laughs> well, I got a chance to see some of it because it was parts of it were broadcast on Facebook Live. Yeah, through, see, I'm uh, not going to go through that effort. All right, well there you little, go. Little little so, little clips does nothing for me. So su- super fan with an asterisk, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go if it involves effort. I'm out. <laughs> a reasonable amount of effort. Yeah, it's all right. I followed it along. Uh, towards the end, and I caught the overtime, and I caught the shootout. So, um, kind of cool, kind of cool. So, um, uh, yeah, four to three for ASU, and this is after ASU just gets pounded in North Dakota, and after yeah. U of A smokes the heck out of Utah. So, you know, one team was coming in flying high, and the other one was team was coming in, you know, kind of down in the dumps. And here we go. That's why we play the game because it's so special. Yeah, well, I mean, according to Twitter, it doesn't count anyway, so. Yeah, well, tw- tw- Twitter, depends on that which was... Twitter you're following, but your Twitter, yeah. that Twitter is wrong. Yeah, uh, that kind of was a little bit off-putting seeing that, but I, I held my tongue. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, and, you know, it's it's kind of funny, the, the, the game got started at 9.20 Mountain Time, which is, on a weeknight, which was just insane. Yeah. Um, 
So, anyways, here in Central Time, that's 10.20. It got over at, like, 12.30. Um, and I saw that, and I just couldn't resist. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, U, U of A is entitled to say what they want to say. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, one team won and one team lost. There was a happy locker room and a not-so-happy locker room. And they were in the not-so-happy locker room. So, uh, call it a tie all you want, but it goes down as a shootout loss. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, and, and, and it's a tie in the eyes of the computer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, and, and it was kind of interesting because uh, I caught – it was Arizona State shot first. Usually, if you're the home team, you want to shoot second, so you kind of know what you got to do, right? Right, right. But uh, they chose to go first, and their little number six, I think it's a kid named Hevener, he missed, but then uh, – uh, number 10, Preston Ames, and number 14, Austin Ehrlich, one of our podcast guests, uh, mm-hmm. sealed the deal for, uh, for the Sun Devils. So kind of, kind of, I'm happy, happy for them to finally get that, get over that hump they've had with the, getting some victories there. So, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so that was Wednesday night and then we have the big games on, not that that wasn't a big game, but we had some <laughs> other conference games. The Ozarks were up in Colorado to play uh, the Colorado teams on Thursday night. Missouri State was in Boulder to take on uh, the Buffs, number 19 versus number 7. And uh, Arkansas was up in the fort to take on Colorado State. That's number like 34 against 29. And on Thursday night, Missouri State lost to Colorado 6-3. to And Arkansas lost to uh, Colorado State 3-2. to Did you get a chance to see any of those games? Uh, if memory serves, I did watch both of those games. Yeah, yeah, they were both games. And any, any, uh, anything uh, to comment? Anything of since you did watch the games? Anything that comes to mind? Oh, I mean, I I was uh, expecting the Missouri State and Colorado to be a little bit tighter, and I mean, it, it was a relatively tight game, but it just looked like Missouri State just kind of lost their. Lost some energy, and Colorado got sick of messing with them and then just buried them. But, I mean, it's a three-goal difference. But still, I mean, Colorado just, you know, they put it to them. They were sick of messing around with them, so. Yep. Yep. Colorado could have – it could have been a lot worse. And Missouri State's goaltender played well. Mm. So, it could have been a lot worse. And then the the CSU, the Arkansas game? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't remember anything about that? Yeah. I it was it was a close game. I mean it was it wasn't bad. You know, CSU was up what three nothing by the end of the second or something like that, and then uh Arkansas came back and put two in, but that was about all they could do. So Yep. Ran yeah. out of time. Mm-hmm. Ran out of time. Yeah. Arkansas, you know, I think this trip, if any, we'll talk well, well let's talk about the other games because that was Thursday night. Um, yeah. Then the then then everybody traded places. Missouri State goes up to the fort to take on CSU. Arkansas comes down to Boulder to take on the Buffs. Um, Missouri State um, just waxes CSU on Friday and Saturday night, uh, six to one mm-hmm. and five to one were the scores up there. Um, we nobody got a chance to see the Saturday game. It wasn't broadcast, but the Friday game was broadcast, and you know. Um, that was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was kind of disappointing because yeah. um, it just it, it just looked as if CSU lost their composure there at the end. They were mm-hmm. taking a lot of dumb, undisciplined penalties, and 
Um, I, I was had the chance to talk to the coach after the game, and he was, you know, he was disappointed with some of the officiating, but he was also disappointed with how, you know, how his team kind of handled the adversity. So yeah, they uh, appeared to come unglued there. So that wasn't yeah. wasn't fun to watch at all. No, it wasn't. And then uh, then Arkansas heads down to uh, to Boulder and takes on the Buffs. Number seven versus number thirty-four, and boy, you expect a hundred percent butt kicking. And mm-hmm. holy smokes, Arkansas turned the tables on uh, on CU, huh? They had them running mm-hmm. there for a little bit. So uh, that turned out to, on Friday night. It was a three to two uh, Colorado squeaker over uh, Arkansas. If I remember right, they scored like pretty close to the end. I mean, it was. Close to going to uh, close to going to overtime, and uh, CSU scored to uh, to win. I mean, Colorado scored to win the game, and then uh, yeah, boy, they're they're gonna hate me now in Boulder. I call them CSU. Oh my god! And then yeah. uh, yesterday, Saturday's game was it was tight for a little bit, and then the, the the wheels came off the Arkansas, especially in the in the second period. It seemed as if CU mm. just said enough, and we're just gonna pound the heck out of you. That would turn out to be a six to two win, uh, but it was what five to one after two. It was was it one to one after one, and then it was five to one after two, and that was it. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah, third period was just after what happened during the intermission. After that second period, they just the two teams of the third period were just. It looked to me that they were just trying to get out of there with without anything worse happening. Yeah, yeah. What what? T- let's talk about what happened at the second period. Go ahead, you take it, mm-hmm. and I'll listen. Well, I mean, I don't know what all has led up, had led up to that point, but uh, Arkansas goaltender Brock Thompson just w- went after Colin Champagne as he was coming off of the bench. He was the backup goaltender. And tripped him, hit him, pushed him. I'm not really sure, but it was just what happened to cause this? Because, you know, my understanding is Thompson is a pretty level-headed kid, so... It's just, I, you know, I don't know what blood's been going on. I don't know what happened during the game with some of the jawing, and I know there was some of that going on. So it's just, you know, I know you can provide more insight on if anything happened. I know Champagne got an unsportsman, but I, I don't know about Thompson. But it just, I hate to see that, you know. I, I expect to see that in the minors or stupid junk in the NHL. I don't. I don't really care to see that in in this league. I want us to be better than that. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. There was, there was a lot of John going on and uh, Brock Thompson was Arkansas's goaltender in net and Colin Champagne was Colorado's backup that evening. Jake Cerula was in net and Piner was on the bench and uh, apparently Piner, uh, Piner got under the kid's skin. And uh, needled them pretty good to the point where, mm-hmm. you know, it's the second period, so everyone's on the opposite ends of the ice, which means that uh, uh, Arkansas has got to skate by the Colorado bench. Colorado's got to skate by the Arkansas bench. And uh, for whatever reason, Mr. Thompson decided to uh, uh, get a little, get a, get a little up close and personal there with Mr. Champagne. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's debatable whether Champagne punched him or just gave him a gentle shove, but. Uh, uh, next thing you know, uh, Thompson goes down and then he gets back up and Champagne's skating off and Thompson jumps him from behind and brings him down and 
get ourselves a little uh, a little goalie tussle. Mm-hmm. So I uh, mean, goalie fights are usually pretty awesome, but yeah. Well, to 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 the credit not of, in that context. Not in that context. Uh, to to the credit of the of the teams and um, uh, of the of the players on both teams, no one else really joined in. Um, it, mm-hmm. it had the potential to get really ugly, but it was just really a wrestling match between those two guys. And um, as you say, um, Champagne got he got slapped with a minor for unsportsmanlike and a game misconduct for unsportsmanlike conduct. And as I understand it, to Coach Galini's credit, he uh, Brock Thompson didn't get anything, but uh, Coach Galini just sat him out the rest of the way, um, mm. probably to, to so he can cool down and. Um, uh, what, what do they say from uh, from slap shots? You can uh, sit for a while and think and feel and shame. Think about what you did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sit uh, and feel shame. And wasn't it right before this the goalie fiasco? Uh, one of the Arkansas assistant coaches was booted. Was that was that afterwards. That was in, that was in the third period, after- I think. Okay. Yeah, it was in the third period, and then another Arkansas kid, uh, Jesse Foskey, got kicked out of the game. Uh, I guess he he mouthed off to a referee, and a and a Colorado guy got injured. It looked like they were talking on the broadcast that the young man got slew footed, but I don't think that's the case. I think it was just an accidental skate cut. Unfortunately, it was in the back of his, uh, you know, in the back of his leg, um, right above that's the boot. That's right. So um, I don't. The the last I heard, it was close to the Achilles, but it didn't get the Achilles. So, um, <laughs> but it just sounds it sounded awful. Um, but uh, yeah, tough game. But Arkansas, you know, uh, let, let, let's get back to talking about Arkansas. Not not the shenanigans that they did, but I'm telling you what, um, Rio Virgo was the goaltender in net on Friday mm-hmm. night, and for the third period Saturday, I don't know if he was the goaltender in net on um, on Thursday night up at CSU. But you know what? Even though they went zero and three for the weekend, they've got a good little team. Um, mm-hmm. I know they're, I know they're number 34 in the nation and it's easy to look at, you know, to dismiss them because of their record, but you know, they haven't quit. It's, it's late January, January 20th. We're what, four weeks, five weeks away from nationals and they could have easily mailed it in cause they're not going to nationals, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And they played, they played number seven hard. I mean, they played numbers. They, they, I mean, Colorado knew that they were in a game, uh, both oh, games absolutely. this weekend. So, uh, you know, I give, I give Arkansas and I give their coach a hell of a lot of credit for, uh, keeping those guys interested, playing for pride. And, um, I mean, they, they, I thought they were going to pull it out on, on Friday night. That's for sure. But, uh, didn't oh, go their way, yeah. but wow. Yeah. Give them yeah, some credit. Same. I, I, I was really impressed with the, with the game on Friday night. I mean, that, that was great. Great from great effort from them and, and from Virgo, you know, he played yeah. like a beast. He, he 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 was the star of the show on uh, on on Friday night. Apparently, I, I I missed it, but I heard about it from uh, from one of the folks that was there that he was over on one side of the net, and Colorado had like a wide open shot, and the kid ends up doing a barrel roll over to the other side of the net to make the to make the save on the guy. <laughs> it just it, it was it was insane. I guess he had close to sixty six shots on goal that one game, and he only let in three. Yeah, sixty three holy- shots. I have written down. Yeah, insane. Insane. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not often you sit there and you talk about a team that went 0-3 on the weekend, but holy crap. I mean, they, they that was a good showing for them. So, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Like good, you said, they could have sat back and mailed it in, but they didn't. You know, they're still they not. out yep. there out there kick, trying to kick butt. So Yep, very, very good. All right. So on the weekend, Colorado goes three and oh, Arkansas goes in one three, as we said. Missouri State is two and one, and CSU is one and two on the weekend. We have some uh, league standings after, well, as of January the 20th, Colorado is now in the lead. They're number one with 43 points. Uh, Arizona is in second place with 37 points. Central Oklahoma has 35 points. Missouri State has 30. Oklahoma and Arizona State are tied for fifth place with 20 points. Colorado State has 15 points and they're in seventh place. And Arkansas is in last place with 10 points in the league. And I'll tell you, um, Colorado has played 17 of 22 league games, and they're in the lead. They lead, they have, like I said, they have 43 points. Um, Arizona has played 19 of 22 league games. They have 37. And Central Oklahoma has played 14 of 22 games. So they have eight more games to go. Mm-hmm. And they have 35 points. So the way it's shaping up to be, no disrespect to Arkansas, I mean to Arizona, but uh, Colorado and Central Oklahoma look like they're going to be duking it out for the championship. Uh, again. And there's, again, and in two weeks when Colorado comes down to play Central Oklahoma on a Thursday night, it looks like that game is going to be very decisive um, in terms of uh, WCHL standings. Mm-hmm. And, 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 of course, that also presumes that you know, Central Oklahoma takes care of business. They're, they're going to have, I think they have two games coming up with Arizona. Um, this mm-hmm. week, so yep. could could be uh, these next two weeks are going to tell the tale as to what happens. I think in the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League standings for uh, for this year. So something to look forward to. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh yeah, a lot of big big hockey coming up. Big hockey. I like it. Hey, speaking of big, let's listen to a nice big intermission song. And when we come back on the other side, we're going to talk about the uh, other teams that played uh, some non-WCHL conference games, uh, and then we'll get into some other ACHA stuff. Okay, hold on. So we've we've jabbered on about the conference games that went on. That was pretty cool. We had seven conference games over the week, um, but we also had some big games. Well, one series of big wow. games. Um, <laughs> number six UCO drove up Interstate forty four to take on number three Lindenwood on Friday and Saturday night up in Wentzville, Missouri. Mm-hmm. It did not go UCO's way. It did not in any way. <laughs> the 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 score, the Friday night score was ugly. It was eight to two. And the Saturday score was not as ugly, but it was a shutout. It was a three to nothing uh UCO loss. Lindenwood sweeps UCO on the weekend. And um I know Friday night was very frustrating. You, you know, to Lindenwood's credit, they're they're showing those games on YouTube now, which is good. They're, they yeah, used to make absolutely. you pay for them, but they're but they're not. Um, 
But uh, boy, UCO had two kids get DQs on Friday night. They had two other kids just get tossed with game misconducts on Friday night. And they already had, I think, they had one kid sitting out for a, a, a game DQ. So in addition to whatever injuries you know you normally have just through attrition at this time of the year boy they lost some kids to some uh some penalties and dqs and that's you know that's not a good a good combination against a uh very good team in lindenwood yeah you're playing against number three team and you're gonna do stuff like that that's not very wise yeah yeah <sighs> that's so. my opinion but <laughs> well and uh in in just talking back and forth with coach McAllister, he was saying that this was this weekend Never mind the, the the points or the 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 scores. It was he said it was just the trip from hell. They had some they had some personal stuff taken off of the bus at a stop along the way. Mm. They had some, yeah. They had uh, I guess their bus driver after the game on Saturday, um, uh, tried to squeeze into somewhere where he couldn't have squeezed or where he shouldn't have squeezed and ended up breaking a couple of windows on the back of the bus. Holy crap! Yep. So, uh, luckily they're, luckily they were double paned windows, but they were shattered. Uh, I guess the, the outside ones are gone. The inside ones were shattered and uh, held together with tape as they, uh, drove the eight hours back from, from Wentzville. I mean, talk about adding insult to injury, huh? Well, yeah, that's, those poor guys I actually kind of almost feel bad for them now. Yeah, well, I, I I don't almost I do that that just sucks. So yeah, especially bad. to have they, they had some stuff. Uh, I guess they need to talk to their bus company. They had some stuff lifted off the bus uh, during a, a a a pit stop on the way up there. So that's not good. Yeah, no, that's not nope. good, and that's pretty easy to keep from happening too. Well, you would think, but um, but uh, yeah. hey, you know, first time for everything. So. Mm-hmm. So that's UCO. They did not have a very good weekend. Um, uh, men's Division Two Texas A&M did not have a very good weekend. They came up to Oklahoma City to play Oklahoma, and it was point night for Oklahoma apparently because um, the score on they played Friday and Saturday. It was fourteen to nothing was the final on Friday night, and eleven to one was the final on Saturday. Now I know that you were at both games. Um, mm-hmm. Give us the quick Reader's Digest thumbnail version of uh, what the heck happened. Uh, well, there was a team from Texas A&M that suited up, but you know they didn't uh, put forth much on the ice there, and oh, you definitely took advantage of that. So, as by the score. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're 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 just outnumbered. They're there, just there outmanned, outclassed. You know, no. there were years in the past where, you know, that game was, you know, OU's always going to pound them, but at least there was at least a couple guys on Texas A&M that would fight and not fight fisticuffs, but, you know, fight to actually play. And they were actually putting in some effort. And this team this time around, just they just didn't do anything. And it's disappointing as as a fan. You, you want to watch some kind of semblance of a hockey game. So... They, um, but hey, yep, I got chocolate yep. cupcakes out of the deal, so it was a good day. <laughs> but were they were they handing out cupcakes at the uh, at the rink, or or was it you know everybody uh, who comes to a game gets a cupcake? What happened? No, it was uh, assistant coach Austin Miller's birthday, so he had some some cupcakes, and some few select individuals were allowed to partake in such activity. Yes, 
delicious cupcakes. La di da. La di da. That was the highlight of Friday's game. Linda Linda (laughs) Donnelly, cupcake VIP. I like it. Uh, Jeez. Well, I I was talking to A&M's coach, Sean Boyle. Um, He's also the commissioner of the league that Texas A&M plays in. It's called the Texas Collegiate Hockey Conference. And it plays in Division II. And he was disappointed because he's got a bunch of guys on his roster, but he just doesn't have the commitment uh, from those guys. He Mm -hmm. said that there were a couple of folks that, you know, said that they couldn't make the trip up uh, to play Oklahoma. And I guess it wasn't, you know, those guys, that they they drove themselves up here. They didn't get on a bus or anything. They drove themselves up here. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess some guys pulled the shoot and said they weren't coming because they had other obligations. And, um, you know, it turns out that those other obligations are on some fraternity pledge weekend or something like that. So you can imagine, mm-hmm. you know, there's an awful lot of, I'm coach, I'm sorry, I can't go. I've got to study or I've got to work or I've got to do this. And instead it's. Um, no, because you want to party. Yeah. So that's that's too bad that. uh that's the level of commitment that they're getting. But, uh, hey, it is what it is, and it resulted in uh, some very, very lopsided scores. I, You know, I always feel bad for those teams uh, because, I mean, they, they know they're going to take a beating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I always appreciate them for sticking around for and not turning it into a total gong show. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, they, they, they could – I've heard stories in the past of how teams after just – you know, getting pasted on Friday night, just say, Hey, the heck with this. And they get in the car and they drive home. So they're not, you know, they, they don't, they forfeit on Saturday. Um, I've heard, I've, I've heard of those stories. I've never seen them happen, at least here in person in Oklahoma or at central Oklahoma. But, uh, that's why I give these guys credit. I mean, they, they, uh, they honor their commitments and mm-hmm. even if it means just getting absolutely waxed, yeah, I've so. always enjoyed seeing them up here. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Sad thing is, they're the best team out of Texas. Um, it would be nice if we could get some uh, some better high quality teams yeah. out of Texas, but because um, there's definitely some talent down there, but um, obviously the the commitment level isn't there. So, uh, anyways, yeah. okay. So that's Oklahoma, and then we had uh, another team. Uh, Arizona was in action even after playing Wednesday night. They also played Friday and Saturday. They hosted the Milwaukee School of Engineering, and I have to apologize. I thought they were men's division two, but they're actually men's division three. Yeah. So MSOE is a division three team, and boy, they gave Arizona everything they wanted and more. And this shows. Mm. You know, compared to Texas A&M, you know, MSOE uh, took a two to nothing lead on Friday night over Arizona. Arizona had to battle back and literally scored with 30 seconds to go to win the game four to three on Friday night. And then uh, Arizona um, on Saturday night came away with a three to one win. But one of those goals was an empty netter. And that's after MSOE scored like in the first, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes of the mm-hmm. game. So, uh, you know, even though they're men's division three, and even though they came with a short bench, they only had, I think, 15 skaters. Holy wow. smokes. You know, they, they gave and Arizona look, everything they wanted and more. I was going to say, look what they did to Arizona. I mean, yeah, that's, that's impressive. That's, you know, caring about the game. That's caring about your team. That's putting the effort yep. in. 
and Arizona could have, you know, really bit the big one on that. Could have, could have. Did not look good there for a while against against Arizona, uh, but they uh, they rebounded. To their credit, they came back, they fought hard, and they scored, and they won. But holy smokes, they those Arizona boys they know they were in a they know they were in two dog fights uh, here over the weekend. They thought it was going to be lay down weekend and uh, point night like what Oklahoma had, and it turned out to be the exact opposite. Right. So. And I guess, you know, to tie these two things together, MSOE was scheduled earlier in the season to come down to, uh, that, that was where Oklahoma was going to open with. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of funny, uh, you know, a little inside baseball here. Oklahoma was scheduled to go, did was scheduled to open their season at Alabama. And for whatever reason or not, they, they, they changed that up. And they replaced those road games at Alabama with home games versus MSOE, and then they were going to get on the road to go to Minot. Well, as it turns out, MSOE canceled on them, said they said yep. they couldn't come down to Oklahoma. So, uh, you know, I was I was concerned personally that MSOE was going to pull the shoot on Arizona, but um, they made their choice. They said they'd rather go to Arizona than Oklahoma, and I can see why. Ouch. Um, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, as an OU good. fan, it's like that. that's kind of an ouch, but... You know, well, hey, you know, I, I, is, <laughs> to, 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 you know, to be dissed, you know, after OU might have done some dissing, but um, I guess it's also OU dodged a bullet because, you know, if mm-hmm. the, if these guys gave Arizona everything they're running for, it would have uh, been really uh egg on their face if they'd have come down and, you know, uh, taken two games from uh, Oklahoma to start the season. That's not how you want to do it. Yeah, that that would have not been fun for for OU at all. <laughs> yeah, no bueno, no bueno. All right, well, hey, I think we prattled on long enough about the games. Let's take another uh, quick little uh, break. We'll hear a horn, and we'll come back. Let's talk some rankings and whatever else is going on in the world of hockey. Sound good? Sounds good. Yes, here we go. All right, Linda. So we've 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 jacked our jaws talking all about games we had the rankings come out the rankings are back we're getting close to the end here um man the ranking number 14 came out on wednesday it might not stay is still number one adrian is still number two those guys are actually tied in the eyes of the computer and might not get some on a tiebreaker lindenwood is three robert morris illinois four ohio is five and then after that, we come to Central at 6, Central Oklahoma's at 6, Colorado's at 7, uh, Arizona was 14, Missouri State was 19, Oklahoma 21, Arizona State 25. So we have, in the from the WCHL perspective, we have six teams in the top 25, but only three of them look to be in the Nationals mix this year, and that would be Central, Colorado, and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to be number 17 or above to move up into uh, to go to nationals this year because there are going to be three auto bids that eat away at spots 18, 19, and 20. And Missouri State is right on the cusp, but they're on the outside looking in. They're at 19, and uh, they're, they're going to need to they're going to need to uh, uh, win some win some games to uh, against some higher ranked opponents in order to uh, move up against. Uh, uh, out of 19 and make it up to that 17 spot. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then uh, let's see if the rankings went past number 25. Colorado State was 29. Arkansas was 34. Um, And I don't know. I don't know if that has changed since... um, since that was obviously before the weekend game results, um, and I'm refreshing my computer here as we speak to see if anything has been updated, and it hasn't been updated as of today. So, yeah, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I wouldn't expect much to change. I mean, once you get into this part of the season, um, and you're playing teams that you've kind of already played. Um, mm-hmm. you know, not a whole lot. You you've got to really do something outrageous to uh, to 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 jump a few spots. Um, I know, like next weekend, Colorado is up at Stony Brook. That'll be a chance for Colorado to jump a few spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, uh, at some point in time, I think Missouri State in February goes up to um they go to iowa state and i believe that um, at some point in time arizona state i believe goes to unlv you know it's those out of conference games that are going to really make uh you can make a big jump with those the in conference games once we get settled in things kind of just stay where they are so Mm -hmm. um so anyways we'll 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 see missouri state has a chance if, if they can take a if they can take some from iowa state that'd be great I was, I mean, I was kind of wondering on how, if there's going to be much movement with, you know, with UCO taking two, you know, losing two, dropping two, however you want to, how you want to word that, you know, Illinois dropped two to Jamestown. So, you know, I'm, you know, kind of curious to see if, if that, that one through, you know, 15, 16, you know, if there's going to be any movement there because of that, or is it just two? No, I think I think there'll be okay. some movement. It, I don't know how much. Like Robert Morris over the weekend, they lost two to Iowa State, I believe. Um, mm. So Iowa I mean, State Lindenwood might move can't up. Really Robert. go up? Yeah. Nope. Nope. They can't go up too much farther. Uh, Central, obviously, I think will drop. Um, Robert Morris, Illinois, you would think would drop. Ohio moved up, but they played Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh, I believe, was. Jeez, well, I think they're in the 30s or 40s somewhere. So they might not. Um, well, here, let's take a look at where Pitt was. Pitt was 31. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I would expect there's, you know, if, if there's going to be a lot of movement, it might be up or down a spot or two. But I don't see a team, unless they just totally, totally, totally get smacked. You know, yeah, Central lost to Lindenwood, but Lindenwood's number three. Central's number six, yeah. right? Had Central lost to, let's say, a uh, um, a St. Bonaventure, you know, a team that's in the 40s or 50s, then Central could drop, you know, four or five spots. That's what happened last week. Michigan-Dearborn lost to Western Michigan, and they dropped all the way from five down to nine because Western Michigan right. was like, uh, geez, what was Western? They're ranked, I think they were somewhere in the 30s. Now they're right on the cusp of uh the top 25 so anyways kind of interesting we'll see how it goes um you know keep our fingers crossed for missouri state i'd like to have four teams in the wchl uh uh, make it to nationals but um Mm -hmm. you know what i'll take uh i'll take three i'll take how about this we'll take what we can get i'd love to see four (laughs) and i'm rooting for missouri state but 
That's, that's what I'm going to say. I'll tell you, just take what we can get. <laughs> take what we can get. So, Anything uh, super spectacular happen uh, over the weekend or hockey-wise that you want to uh, talk about, you want to bring up? Anything uh, insanely wild or... No, I mean, I think the games pretty much spoke for themselves, honestly. Yeah. You know, the only okay. other games I, I caught uh, a little bit of the Jamestown and Illinois games because uh, just the way it was scheduled, I was able to watch a little bit before the WCHL games started up, you know, later in the evening. So, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of hockey to watch this weekend. It was Kinda a good weekend, almost wasn't tired. <laughs> almost it? Was tired. <laughs> almost tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen to you. Almost tired. Well, um, let's let's let, I'll, I'll just bring up a little thing. Um, we're recording this on Sunday, the twenty first. We'll put it out here a little bit later on. We got some bad news um, uh, from the world of USA Hockey. Um, mm-hmm. The assistant executive director and the general manager for the U.S. Olympic teams uh, for the past few years, Jim Johansson, passed away overnight in his sleep at his home in Colorado Springs. He was 53 years old, and um, I know on the last podcast we talked about, you know, I, I was just down in Orlando at the USA Hockey Winter Meetings, and yeah. uh, Johansson was there. Uh, he was one of the stars of the show, uh, and because he was very excited and proud to talk about the upcoming Ol- uh, Olympic teams, both for the men's and the women's and the sled hockey team, that are going to be going over to uh, Pyongyang in a couple of weeks. And, um, so it just, you know, I, I didn't know him. I, I met him last week. Um, I know he did an awful lot for the ACHA. He was our first, uh, back in 2001 when the ACHA started to send a world, uh, started to send a team to the world university games to represent, uh, the, the USA. Um, I know that Mr. Johansson was the um, team manager, you know, the, the leader, the liaison, the guy from USA hockey that was leading the delegation. Mm-hmm. And he was a big supporter of, uh, the ACHA, uh, continuing on in the world university games and, uh, eventually got it to the point where, you know, the, the, both the women's and the men's world university games teams were, were fully funded by USA hockey. Um, it used to be a deal, you know, starting off where, you know, kids would have to pay to go, and um, ouch, um, yeah, and 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 that's in addition to paying for their hockey and their school. So, um, you, you know, Mr. Johansson did an awful lot, and um, it was a pleasure to meet him. And I'm just, I'm, I'm stunned, um, only because of you know, heck, I, I, I just met the guy on on you know last weekend, and um, you know. It also, I guess, leads you to think, um, you know, if you're if you're a hockey player listening to this, you're you're ten feet tall and bulletproof. But if you're a mom or a dad or a or or an older person uh, who's not in college, um, you you think about your mortality a little bit. And I'm 51. He was 53, and he seemed to be fit as a fiddle. And um, just goes to show that uh, um, it just goes to show that life, uh, you know, we shouldn't take it for granted. So absolutely, yeah. It just that 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 was a that was a stunning thing to wake up to this morning, and uh, we pass along our condolences to his family. He apparently has a two-year-old little daughter, um, <sighs> and we pass along uh, our condolences to the folks at USA Hockey that we work uh, very closely with because uh, they 
he was called JJ to all of his uh, to all the folks that knew him. I just knew him as Jim and Mister Johansson. But um, he was um, uh, he was part of the fabric of USA Hockey, and it's um, anyways a huge loss and a stunning loss. And uh, just wanted to uh, pass along what you know. No one's no one from USA Hockey is going to be one of our nine or ten listeners. That's for sure. But uh, you know, the guy did an awful lot for the game in the in USA. Um, he knew every American player. And um, whether they're playing here in the States, in the NHL, or playing overseas and in Europe, he knew them. And uh, it was, he was impressive, you know, last week when I, when, when I met him. So uh, I just stunned, uh, you know, a week later he's gone. So anyways, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, respect and uh, Godspeed to, to, to Jim Johansson. So. What else is on? Uh, what else is on your mind, there, Linda Donnelly? You got to have something, uh, something going on. Oh uh, no, not that uh, I can think of. I'm just getting ready for uh, next weekend. Some big games coming up. There you go. I was going to say, if you're tired uh, just Oklahoma. from watching, yeah, if you're tired just from watching two games, well, you're going to have a slew of games two. because the Arizonas are coming to Oklahoma's. Hmm. I'll have you know, after the OU game on Friday night, I came home and watched five more different hockey games. So, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You were all over it. Yes. But, yes, with Arizona and Arizona State coming, and we'll probably have to have a twofer on on Saturday, do the OU, and then run up to UCO to catch their game, since that's the way that usually is scheduled. So, yeah, another big, big weekend. A huge weekend um, in the WCHL. The Arizonas are coming. Arizona plays Oklahoma. Arizona State plays Central. And then they flip on Saturday or Friday, Saturday. Arizona will be down playing uh, uh, Central. And Arizona State will be at Oklahoma. Um, And then let's see. Also on Friday, we have uh, Arkansas is going to be hosting Men's Division II McKendree. And if I recall right, McKendree is playing fairly well in the uh, men's division two central division. And then mm-hmm. Colorado is on long Island. You know, there, you, you don't say it long Island. It's all one word long and it's L O N Guyland, long Island. Yes. Long Island. Long Island. So uh, Colorado is <laughs> going to be uh, up there playing uh, Chris Garofalo and the uh, Stony Brook Seawolves. And so that'll be fun. Now they play on cool. Saturday, Sunday. So we'll have some, uh, Ooh, yeah, I know. We'll have some Sunday hockey to talk about. Are they, and they, are they put playing on early of, on Sunday, do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always they play like an afternoon game. Okay, okay. I don't but you you'll get a kick out of their broadcast. You you should um the, the Stony Brook broadcasters, number one, it's in high def. But number two, Woo-hoo. those guys are Long Island through and through. <laughs> New Yorker. Holy <laughs> smoke. I mean, it's it's like listening to a little bit of Goodfellas. Oh, know? I can't uh, wait. <laughs> oh, and it's all it's all Homer. You know, there's nobody from Stony Brook can do any any good. Nobody uh, I mean can do anything bad. Nobody from Colorado can do anything good. Get ready. And I mean when when the when the lead play by play, when something exciting happens, you would think that the guy was having a gerbil alive on the air. I mean he's like Wah! you know, it's it's oh, just crazy. Goodness. They put on a heck of a show up there and they do they do a great job and it's fun to listen to. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully the Buffs can get up there and, uh, you know, the Buffs should be number six or seven and Stony Brook is number 12 uh, right now. So I would, 
you would think rankings wise it would say it should be two uh two w's but uh we'll see yeah we'll see. yeah you we'll never see. know but something to look forward to. never know that's why they play the game mm-hmm. absolutely so. all right hey Fun. you know one last thing you know last week we talked about the cranberries lady died the singer died dolores o'reardon Yes. Uh, now we talked about Jim Johansson passing away. I, I hope for the future podcast we're not having to talk about anybody else passing away. So let's everybody stay safe, stay warm, stay healthy. Yes, please. Let's not. Yeah, <laughs> I've had enough of, of it lately. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So uh, hopefully we'll have some news. I'll tell you, we've got ourselves. Uh, well, we'll, we'll ha- hopefully we'll have some news a little bit later on in, in the week regarding some, or maybe this time next week regarding some other things in the ACHA. And um, I think that ought to do it. Have we exhausted our hockey knowledge for the week? I I, I think so. Is our tank it empty? I... <laughs> it's pretty empty. <laughs> was it full to begin with? <laughs> it, it, it was. It was actually full until I went to sleep last night. And now it's like I woke up today just like, what did I watch hockey this weekend or what? It was I don't know, apparently is a rough night. I don't know. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, there there we go. That sounds like we got some more of Linda's drunken escapades to talk about, huh? Uh, I wish. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. All right. Well, stay safe and uh stay warm. We want all of our eight or nine listeners to uh continue listening. And um uh we 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 hope to make it through the end of the season. Boy, it's hard to believe it's almost here. January twenty first. It's crazy. I, March I, I mean uh you know, I'll I'll be in Columbus on March the fourth. It's like five weeks away. It's too soon. Cool th- I'm not I'm not cool ready. Th- <laughs> cool thing is, cool thing is we're getting all of the stuff ready. I mean the merchandise is gonna be great. Um at Nationals Pucks heck the Pucks are already ordered and in Columbus. Um, signs were already going up at the rinks. Uh, we're already getting lots of, uh, lots of interest from, uh, the youth teams there in Columbus. Um, I mean, it's, we're, we're, we, you know, last year was kind of a, a scramble. It was, uh, our little saying was, you know, as long as it's everything in the front of the curtain is good, you know, we, we might want to rip each other's throats out behind the curtain, but, uh, cause it was an absolute chaos. <laughs> I, I mean, that's being kind. Uh, this year, a little bit different, a little bit of pre-production, getting our ducks in a row. Things are working out just fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to getting there, and uh, and I'm also looking forward to uh, uh, getting it done and seeing who went, who who's crowned the new um, ACHA Division One Championship. Plus, hey, we've got um, uh, well, you know what? Next time, we may, maybe we should talk about the format because we're going to have we've changed it up a little bit and. Um, and we're gonna have men's two. We're gonna have two championship games on the same day. So, Oof. Uh, yeah, we scheduled we, that. Well, they need to fire the schedule. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that, that that guy's said a it boob. before, and I'll say it again. But, you know, whoever that guy is, they need to get rid of his butt. He's terrible. Yep. He just He's terrible. Yeah, we keep saying something about it. Nothing ever happens. You know, he he must he must know somebody. That scheduler. <laughs> Yeah, he's got pictures or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doesn't he wish? <laughs> so, anyways, I'm sitting here looking at the uh, temperature in Columbus right now. It's cloudy and 49 degrees. Before, Perfect. when it, it was it was like 70 degrees yesterday, and I was looking at Columbus, and it was like in the 20s. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, oh, no way. I don't want anything to do. I want to go somewhere nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's not fun, right. though. Eh, hey, we'll, we'll be inside. As long as, there's a, yeah. as long as there's a heater, we'll be okay. So, <laughs> that, that or some liquor. So. Yeah, one might work better than the other at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to lubricate and uh, from the inside out. We'll yeah, get some uh, have to get some rumplements or something going. Holy smokes! <laughs> Alrighty, there, big girl. Well, hey, uh, well, thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast, and thanks for putting up with us as we ramble on. It's good to get kind of get back in the saddle here. We'll mm-hmm. try to uh, t- 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 hopefully have some have some news, maybe even have a player interview. We might try to snag some of these guys since they're coming into Oklahoma. We'll get them after a game for another Linda Donnelly five-minute special there. Um, <laughs> don't you Short think? Short and sweet. Short and sweet. <laughs> there the you point. go. You get, you get right to it. I like those. Yep. They, uh, you don't prattle on like I do. But let, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find this podcast if you've already found it, great. But if tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell whoever. Um, you can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Send Linda an email at um, uh, wchlpod at gmail.com, especially since we've got some nationals uh, deadlines coming up. Maybe there's some questions coming. I know we had some last year. We might have some this year. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, uh, follow us on Twitter. It's WCHL Pod on Twitter or Western CHL on Twitter. That's for the league. And we're also on Facebook. And I think that'll do it. Did we cover it all? I think we covered it all. Yeah. Good job. Woo. Way to go, way to go team. Awesome. Way to go, <laughs> go team. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Say the magic words and let's get out of here because I'm going to go watch some football. All right. Good. Bye.